This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. The NFL celebrates youth and high school football year-round through camps, activities, NFL flag, and tackle leagues. The Play Football Initiative provides a fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels, equipping young people with key life skills that are building blocks to success on and off the field. The journey across America continues as we make our stop in Northeast Ohio for the Cleveland Browns. NFL Coach of the Year, now a finalist for the Don Shula Award, and boy, is this guy a good one. Chuck Kyle, St. Ignatius, uh, half a century on the sidelines. Oh, and by the way, he also did the thing with track and field there for the Wildcats and uh, coaches the Browns uh, Coach of the Year, and he is now a finalist, as I said, for the Don Shula Award. And uh, Coach is taking some time here with us today to, to talk about what's been, boy, when you hear half a century, what's that make you feel other than, I've been around a while? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, Jeff, I, I uh, do have to <clears> – <throat> it goes by quickly. I just have to tell you that. You know, you, you, you're just doing something you, you, you love to do. Um, and the kids keep you young. I, I just uh, wouldn't trade a second of what I've done in my life, honestly. It just has been a, a, a great, rewarding uh, vocation. How's that? Yeah, That's no. what it's been for me. Make, it, it makes total sense. So what got you into the vocation, into the profession? Do you, do you remember that moment when you said, you know what, I'm going to strap a whistle around my neck and start, yeah. start telling kids what to do? <laughs> oh, my. Well, I, I was clearly going to be an English teacher. I went to John Carroll University, and I wanted to come back and teach English. Back then, you know, if you took English, you, well, I could go into a law. I could go into education, whatever. I thought it was kind of a different in a in, uh, pros- uh, prospect there of either way. Uh, anyway, um, didn't take me long before I just, yeah, I'd like to teach English. And, hey, I'm, I, I've got energy. I'm going to love to do some coaching. Uh, now, honestly, Jeff, I've, I've said this to, to, to people. I, I, you know, I, I started to help coach here at Singers. I was still a senior at John Carroll. Um, the year before I hurt my shoulder and I don't go into it, but it was like, okay, it's time to, to not play. And, but I had a chance to maybe help out coaching. And, and so I can, I would drive down and help out. I really enjoyed it. Um, there was an English opening the following spring. I, I get the English opening and clearly I was going to coach football as an assistant and, and teach English. I walk into the building uh, to sign my, teaching contract which is hardly worth any money <laughs> but i was going to do it right and i'm walking down the hall and the after turned to me and said well when you were here you ran track didn't you and i said yes sir i i, I did he goes do you want to be the head track coach yeah, I said, sure, i'll be the head track that was 49 years ago how's that yeah it, it just how things have changed over the years on interviews and and all that sort of silliness, right? Yeah, and I'm not going to bore you with the stupid media questions. How has the student changed? How is this? How is? But I do want to ask you a question because you're still in the classroom. When I was writing your your head of communications there about you know getting you on the podcast here, he said, "Well, you know, coach is still in the classroom." So my question is this: um, How how does one fuel the other? Meaning, how does that teaching position fuel the coaching, or vice versa, if at all? Maybe I guess. Oh, I I I. I... I think I have a good answer for you. How's that? I, oh, that's good. Um, I constantly have believed that here I am in, in my English room, 
I do my best to make these articulate young men uh, write properly and enjoy reading. But, you know, uh, 305 hits, and I put the whistle on, and I go to another classroom. And that classroom is the field out there, the practice field. And that is a great classroom out there. And for me to say what what equals out what happens here, uh, both of them are a, a great uh, teaching environment. And uh, I honestly, I, I, I've lasted this long not even worrying about a record. I, I honestly, that was... You know, you set a goal to win a state championship that year. It, it, every year is like writing a novel. Each game is like a, like a chapter, and you just battle through it, and there's different characters and all sorts. And that's a nice little short-time goal. But I, what I really enjoyed over the years and what kept me in it is here's a young kid who wants to learn how to be whatever position you want. And you sit there, and you, you just try to help that kid get better. And when you see that kid, when you see it in his eyes, that you, you can see that he believes he's getting better and you start seeing that enthusiasm, wow, it's just a tremendous career to be in. It really is. Uh, that, that, that's, that's what it's – so this, to me, it, 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 it's, there's two different environments here of education and both of them are very, very important to young people. And probably keeps you young as well. The uh, the Chuck Kyle novel, I guess, uh, reads like this. Uh, 377 wins, 11 state titles, a bunch of mythical national titles, uh, track and field, a couple of state titles. Yeah, I think you did pretty well, Coach. <laughs> did pretty well there. Well, <laughs> I, I won't argue with you. I won't argue with you. I, I, it's I, a good novel. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it were, yeah. Some, there were some little, uh, you know, Tragedies along the way. No, things that, that disappoint. But honestly, you learn a lot from the games you, you lose, you know? Sure. It, it, it points out a, a flaw, and then you got to work on it. So that's okay. That's that's part of life and all that. But, yeah, it's been, uh, I don't know, just hard work and work ethic. And uh, uh, really does uh, make a difference. And when you can convince the, the, the young kids that uh, they find their niche, you know, they, they really... Uh, whether it's track and field or football, they really find that they want to dedicate their time to it and find it rewarding that way, to, that kind of work. Uh, that's a great lesson, and, and, and that's why there's success. I, I think any coach would tell you that. Mm -hmm. You know, you can plan all the X's and O's. Every play I've ever diagrammed goes for a touchdown on the chalkboard, you know, <laughs> every one of them. It's touchdown. The only problem is there's 22 human beings that could take place at the snap of the ball, right? And that knows what's going to happen, and that's the fun part of it. That's no, good stuff. No doubt about it. Chuck Kyle, the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, Coach of the Year. He is now a finalist for the Don Shula Award. Winners of that will be announced later on this month. Uh, Coach, and you are retiring. I didn't mention that at the top. Uh, right. So, you know, I, I know you've got a lot of life ahead of you, but I want to look back a little bit on it now. You know, this is your life type of stuff. But, you know, one of the beauties about the coaching profession is, especially, I think, high school football, everybody shares, everybody borrows. It's it's a wonderful profession to be in. And I was just curious, after all these many years, who are some of the coaches that have made an impact on you as a coach? Oh, my. Well, I, I think a lot of us look towards the uh, college coaches, uh, first of all. Mm -hmm. um, they, they, they uh, you, you know, the, the way it works, man, spring ball, they all invite you. 
to come and watch what they're doing. Um, you can sit in meetings and things like that. They they have been always very generous. I, I help uh, organize our local, you know, high school football clinic in, in February. And really, it, they've been always very gracious and going, hey, I'll come up and speak. You know, what, what date is that? I'll be there uh, to help uh, help the program out. And that's uh, guy after guy, very, very influential that way. I go back a long ways <clears throat> and throw a name at you. I, I, you know, here we were in Cleveland, Ohio, and, and uh, you know, the weather was always bad. There were no artificial turfs when I, you know. <laughs> so, you know, everybody, well, you, you, can't, you can't rely on throwing the ball in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, because after a certain while, it's going to be all muddy fields that sort of thing. And we, we were, we were young coaches and we just said, well, you know, I, I, wait a minute now. I, I, yeah, we'd love to sit here and run the ball, but you know, I think, yeah, I think you can still throw the ball. I mean, even if it's a little slippery out there, let's make sure. So uh, the offensive coordinator, you know, he knew a, a friend down in Miami. So he went down to, to, to uh, Miami, Florida, you know, Bernie Kozar and, Oh. And uh, Howard Schellenbarger was the wow. coach. Mm-hmm. Howard Schellenbarger, and you know he was lighting it up with throwing the football. And and we said, hey, you know, head down there. I'm coaching track, and spend a couple days. And you know, the assistant comes back, and we sit down. We talk. And we're going, you know what? Let's 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 go. We're gonna we're gonna get this throwing game going. You know, because God bless Woody Hayes, but yeah, you can remember. I mean, Woody oh, would yeah. throw the ball what? Five times a game, three yards in a cloud of dust. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's and that was kind of the way Ohio football was, you know, just pound away. And and we thought we could maybe do something a, a little more. Where sure, we'd love to run the football. That's not the point. But you know, if the if defenses are lined up tight like that, you know, there's some things open. Let's let's work on it. So I think that uh, in that area, that really helped. And along the way, you know. I mean, Jim Trussell, a very good friend of mine, really influential on just, just the way you treat human beings mm-hmm. and the way kids really respect their coaches and, and, and believe in them. I, Jim was you know, a good friend, and, and I always loved talking to him. And, and uh, you know, along the way, you meet guys like Bo Schimbeckler, you know, just who would always be just eager to sit down with you and just talk. Just talk football and talk kids. And there's a lot of people that influence me. I mean, but, uh, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you start out this young, eager kid, and there's these older guys that have great knowledge and wisdom, and they're willing to share. And, you know, in a blink of an eye, Jeff, I'm I'm the old guy, you know. (laughs) And I've got young coaches coming to me for some kind of words of wisdom. I'm going, my goodness, things things do – Make a full circle, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and Bernie Kozar ends up being in Cleveland <laughs> right. at one point. There's right. a, another part of that circle of a well-written story. Oh, sure. <laughs> that, that, who knows it? Yeah. You know, he was a Youngstown kid, and he, you know, he wanted to be in Northeast Ohio. Things worked out. and, and uh, 
certainly those years of the Browns are, are legendary. So no doubt about fun. it. The the good Lord works in mysterious ways, as they like to say. Uh-huh. Uh, Chuck Kyle on the line right now. Cleveland Browns uh, coach of the year, a finalist for the Shula Award. Coach, uh, now because you are the old guy, uh, you have a little bit of a coaching tree there. You have one of your uh, young men that's going to be following you up there with the Wildcats as the new head coach. I, I want you to um, maybe help some of the, the, the younger coaches listening here, whether they're HCs, DCs, OCs. And I think the question goes something like this. What is it that you look for uh, when a, a, a young man comes to you or a middle-aged man, whatever, I don't want to age discriminate here, right? And, and says, you know, coach, I, I, I'd like to be a coach. I, I'd like to be a part mm-hmm. of your staff. What are some of the things you look for? What are those tangibles and intangibles you look for in someone? Well, Jeff, I, I, there's the point being made that you know a lot of coaches can come in and, and and put on the on the chalkboard you know good offenses and good defenses and they're all good. You know, you run any any of them right, you'll you'll be su- successful and you work hard at that. But and I've had a number of young coaches just come up and just hey, coach, can you? Can we just talk? Uh, and, and when you say what, what as, as a coach, what, what do you think are the what's an important idea for me to remember? And I, Jeff, what I always tell them is this: you know, um, be yourself first of all. Don't try to be um, Woody Hayes. Don't try to be Nick Saban. Be yourself. Certainly, you can look at what they. D- they do on offense and defense and, you know, put it into your program. But, but really you got, first of all, got to be yourself. And, and number two, um, really take joy into helping the kid make that your focus. Don't worry about your record. That'll take care of itself, but you want to make sure that kid looks at you coach and believes thoroughly that that coach in front of me really wants me to do well. That coach is helping me unselfishly and trying to help me become a better football player in, 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 in small techniques, whatever, and, and getting it. When a kid believes that, that kid will do anything for you. He will. He'll, he'll, because he believes that, you're, that your number one care is helping him. When, <clears throat> when kids believe that, you're going to have a good team. You will. Make, make sense. And you're leaving some big shoes uh, there <laughs> uh, as you oh. leave the head coaching position. And, and I know that uh, one of your, your players and, and, and assistant uh, is filling in there. I'm just curious, what, what's some of the advice that you're giving him uh, about following up on Coach <clears throat> Kyle? Well, <clears throat> he's been the defensive coordinator now for, uh, well, I think, 12 13 years. So he's had a lot of time with me mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're, you know, preparing each week for games and off season. So, uh, I, I think, uh, that part of it, he, 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 he's certainly has seen me in action. I've seen him in action. And I right away when this thing was coming, coming down, I, I said, look, you don't, don't do this na- nationwide search for anything, please. You got a wonderful man right in the building here who gets it, who gets it, who understands what we're, what we're doing and understands how to really get kids to, to enjoy playing football. And, uh, so I, 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 <clears throat> I spent this last year where this thing was already set that this was going to be my last season. And then 
that Ryan Franzer, this gentleman, is, was going to take over. And, and when we announced it over a year ago uh, to the kids, I, I brought them in. We all sat down, and I did explain that, that, that I'm going to retire after this next year. And you could see the kids kind of just with these wide eyes, kind of, whoa, whoa. And so I didn't want to leave them like that. So within a few seconds and after that, I just said, now, fellas, at this point, then let me introduce you to the next head football coach, saying, Ryan Franzen, and I brought Ryan over. And you could see the kids just take a deep sigh <laughs> of relief, right? Because they know, yeah, Ryan's, he gets it. Ryan's like what we've been doing. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan really is very dedicated to just help the kid. Help the kid, uh, you know, yeah, great. We could set up defensive schemes and blitzes and offenses and passes. And but the key thing is just there's a guy that's really going to help me become better. And that, that's what that's what uh, Ryan will do, and that's why I can walk away with a smile on my face, okay? Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll ask you the question. Have you ever already thought about what's going to happen come uh, August when uh, you know the the bell dings and uh, you, you're you're not the guy out there with a whistle around your right. neck anymore, or will, right. or will you kind of wander over here and there? What what oh, what, what are you my. thinking? Well, okay. First of all, if my wife was sitting right here, she'd be going, "We're going out of the country because it'll be August." And she's pictured, I'm going to be out breaking into the shakes, you know, and, and, and start uh, foaming at the mouth or something. You know, she's saying, we're going to be out of the country if we can. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, hon, I, I get it. Uh, but um, I will be <clears throat> uh, actually, and I've been doing uh, some, some work with the Cleveland Browns in their youth uh, football program, mm-hmm. uh, development program. Uh, the Browns have been tremendous in, in, in really seeing that, again, football is a very good educational tool. Absolutely. And uh, so that uh, I, I had the pleasure just uh, working with them and, and you know, visiting uh, youth league, giving clinics uh, for young coaches. You know, you, you picture uh, typically for youth coaches, it's a dad who played maybe 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And his kid, his son's at that age, and he goes, hey, well, I played. I'll volunteer and coach. But nowadays, you can't, you, come on now, you can't do the same things you did 20 years ago, okay? Football has changed. And so I do a lot of clinics uh, talking about, especially tackling and contact and practice organizations and, 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 and just proper things uh, to do. And, and and understand that the, the 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 game of football needed to adjust. You know the the, the you don't you, you no longer start the first day of football practice with Oklahoma drill to find out who the men folk are. Yep. I mean, no, no, we don't do that anymore. Let's talk about how to teach tackling and being a, a, in a proper position at contact so it's safer. And uh, just, just so I'm, 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 I've enjoyed doing this uh, with the Browns, and, and I, I guess I get a little bit more time to help out, so that'll be okay. That'll, that'll be, be that'll, that'll be very, very cool. Normally, in all of these interviews I've been doing with all the winners over the last several weeks here, I, I, I throw in a, a question about you know name your captain, some of your assistants, that sort of thing. But we got a 50 year body of work here, and there's no way you could get every name in, and we don't want to tick anybody off. But I know some person we can talk about, and you just mentioned that, and I think it's always kind of lost, although not with me 
because I try to ask this question a lot, but you you, you uh, mentioned the misses. Uh, no successful high school football coach in America, whether they've been doing it for 50 years or several years, can't do it without a good partner in crime there. And I just wanted you to maybe wax eloquently there. Maybe you'll get a, an extra something to, uh, in your dinner, <laughs> a bigger oh, steak or man. something. T- tell me a little yeah, bit about about your, your really real great. assistant head coach. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, yeah. She's probably doing really the head coach, okay? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's give, give proper recognition what should happen, okay? And by the way, she's a very good cook, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay in that meal department. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm fortunate. You know, um, well, you, you, I, I was very um, fortunate. Uh, I, I knew my wife in high school. We went out a couple times, but I mean, we just, we always very um, comfortable with each other. But you know how things are in high school. You just all run around. Um, her father was the, the mayor of a suburb in, in the Cleveland area for 40, I think it's 46 years. Uh, just dedicated uh, guy. And you know, when you're the mayor of a small town and you have a law, pra- he had a law practice too. You know, you're not at home. You know, you, there's a lot of things you have to go to, meetings and things like that. So fortunately, she was kind of used to the idea that uh, the man in the household, he's, 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 it takes hours for them to, you know, do what they have to do. And she's always believed that. She's always believed that, look, love to have you home, but go get the job done. I mean, that was the basic message she would give me. <laughs> go get the job done, all right? And, you know, so I was very, I've been just absolutely, yeah, I go, I, I mentioned earlier, I wouldn't trade a second of what my life's been and whatever. And she's part of that. I wouldn't trade a second. That yeah. It was, uh, it was a, a wonderful uh, experience. And, and, uh, she was, she was, uh, um, an artist, right? Uh, and so to say that she had some big connection with football, and then you know, <laughs> high school football games. She'd go to the games, and, and her, her parents had Browns tickets, you know. So she never go to the Browns game, I guess. Then, but her parents loved football. That's for sure, you know. Good. So, so there was just this uh, this permission I got, okay, <laughs> to to do this sort of thing. And I guess that's for the younger coaches. Please realize you get permission from your wife to do these things, okay? <laughs> and she uh, uh, earned all 377 wins there, right, with you? And, and, oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking with yeah. Chuck Kyle, St. Ignatius, the Cleveland Browns Coach of the Year, and uh, you're here talking to me today because of that honor from the Browns and being a finalist for the Shula Award. So a couple of questions on that. You, you've mentioned you're already working with the Browns. Um, probably one of the things that you've seen through the course of your time uh, there in, in Northeast Ohio is the fact that the the NFL and the Browns in particular reaching down more and more into the roots of the game. What does that mean to you as a coach? I know you're going to be involved in that, but but is that something that puts a smile on your face to know that the guys at the top have not forgotten the people down below? Oh, it's very necessary. It's very necessary, and it's very rewarding. And I, I I'm enjoying the, this relationship with the Cleveland Browns and in, in doing this. Uh, why? Um, they they firmly believe in what we've been talking about that the, the game of football really does contribute to education quite a bit. Not come on, not not many of the the kids that you, you deal with are going to go on to the NFL, mm-hmm. but there will be some. Okay, and you certainly want people to enjoy the game of football. But football, 
cannot be just a spectator sport. It cannot be just a, a gladiator sport. How's that? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big crowd watching the gladiators out in, out in the arena. But what? The people don't want to play it. That that that's sad. Mm-hmm. The the game of football will dry up that way, and you don't want to see that. Clearly, uh, I, I you know I I enjoy other sports. Don't get me wrong, but there's no debate. What's the number one spectator sport in America? By far, by far, it's football, and people will really enjoy it, and kids really enjoy playing it. But it's it, it's it's our job, I think, as in the stage I'm at in my career, and I find it very uplifting, is to make sure that it's with all that's happened is let's work on technique that's safer, and playing the game the way it it it, it should be done. And uh, so the parents are confident to have their kids, yeah, go play. And the kid wants to play. The kid mm-hmm. wants to play. And they can be confident if the uh, youth coaches, uh, if their practices are safer, if, if, they're tech- if they're teaching good technique that's safer, then, then you know, this is what should happen. So um, I've been so encouraged by the, the Cleveland Browns to, hey, they love what we're doing. And, uh, uh, because of that, it, it, I'm looking forward to this next phase of my life. I'm definitely looking forward to it because it is needed. Mm-hmm. It's needed mm-hmm. to, for our game to continue the way we want it. It's, it's a, you, you got, we got to do this. We it's, a, it's a great game, right. and we need people like you that know how to, to educate and, and teach the proper techniques. The game's never been safer. It's getting better all the time, and uh, I look forward to hearing uh, what you do with that. Uh, I'm going to wrap up with one question here. Um, evidently, you made a trip down there to Miami, as you told us. You met somebody at uh, the U of M, and uh, now you're a finalist uh, for the, the Don Shula Award. Uh, I don't know if you met Coach Shula or any when, he were, when you were down there or not, but my, my question would be, how's it feel to have your name back? Bandied about uh, with the legendary Don Shula in, in one sentence. Well, well it's, it's an amazing honor when I, I, somebody told me that this this was uh, this situation. I was you got me kidding. <laughs> I, I do want to remind people that Don Shula went to John Carroll University. Okay, okay. Uh, I do want to remind people, but that's just a coincidence. I think <laughs> more than anything, but uh, just uh, uh, you know, I, I can remember. The, the quality of coaching that he did, you know, when he was in the pros and the legendary uh, seasons that he had, and you know, everybody looked to him as 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 the exemplar of what a coach should be. You know, certainly smart, certainly uh, on the cutting edge of football, but his demeanor, you know, yeah, there's tough, there's time to be tough, but there's also time, you know, you always made sure that if you were kind of tough on a player within the next 24 hours, you patting him on the back and encouraging him on. And Don Shula was, was definitely that type of guy. And, and look what he did for pro football. I mean, when the Super Bowls, yes, it was still kind of getting there with popularity. He certainly gave it, a, gave it a big step up. So it's, it's, it's just an honor. It's a, it's a great honor. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate just 
being in the same sentence here. Yeah, I can only imagine as an English teacher, nonetheless. And I was going to let you go, but I do have one more question based about, about on what you just said there. Let's let's fast forward ahead ten years. You walk into a restaurant. There's a big table. There's about a dozen of your former players. They're spanning all you know kind of groups there, maybe from twenty years ago, ten years ago, five years ago, and they're talking about coach. What would you like to hear them saying about Coach Kyle? Hmm. Well, uh, I hope I hope that they talk about um, that I was a good uh, role model for them, mm-hmm. that I was a good mentor for them. I'm not, I don't I don't really care if they talk about wins and losses. I really don't. I hope I was. Uh, when maybe sometime in their life it, it, it they had a tough situation and I've, and I've had so many so many past players write beautiful notes to me in this last year just saying coach I still remember when you know when I was struggling on something and you pulled me aside and you you know you said this and you know Jeff I don't remember that conversation <laughs> I don't <laughs> but they do you know mm-hmm. and to think that you could have that kind of influence. Uh, on, on people that that they you helped them uh, gain confidence in themselves or or, or helped them learn a work ethic. I, I think most of the uh, letters I get say, "Coach, thank you because you taught me how important work ethic is," and it it's been a big big part of my successful career. When I read notes like that, Jeff, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> what the, <laughs> that's amazing. You. <laughs> you know? yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Well, well, Coach, thank you so much for, for taking your time with me today. Congratulations on the award. Congratulations on the career. And I've, I've said this to everyone going away, and again, it's not whether you've done it for 50 years or 50 minutes, uh, but when you take time like you have, and they do these days, to give of your time to another family, that football family, that means a lot. So thank you for doing what you've done for the student athletes there in northeast ohio and we uh, wish you uh, best of luck when it comes time to announcing who the winner of the shula award is and, okay. and thanks for joining me tonight okay thank you jeff that's the nfl play football podcast coaches don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession i'm jeff fisher of high school football america and you've been listening to the nfl play football podcast